Kelsey and this is KaleidoCast. Let's go. Today we welcome Jackie from Rudy Nudie Designs to KaleidoCast. Jackie is the beautiful soul behind our favorite waterproof playmats and has the kindest and biggest heart you will find. So a huge Kaleido welcome to you, Jackie. Oh, thank you, Kelsey. It's really, I'm really excited to be here. I know. It's so exciting to have you. Uh, so let's kick it off with uh, what is your spirit animal? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot as well. Yeah. I like to, I like to change it up a bit. I'm going to say a dog, a puppy mm-hmm. dog, which, you know, generic. But um, I remember a long time ago, I got criticised for being too friendly and too excited being around people. And um, yes. and I was actually working on this luxury motor yacht in America and it was with super rich people. And the crew was sort of like, you've got to calm down and stop being so friendly. And I realised then, that's just who I am. Yes, <laughs> That's yes. never going to change. If, if, oh. this, if I'm not allowed to be me right here. And I think they likened me to an excitable puppy dog. So yes. I think I definitely think the puppy dog. <laughs> That's perfect. I love, I love that. My dog, um, she's like 10 and she still hasn't grown out of the puppy stage. So I think she's probably on our, uh, the same level as us. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yes. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, can you tell us more about Rudy Nudie and what um, you do for your loyal audience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Rudy Nudie came about when I had children and um, I had little babies and I remember the maternal health nurse was always saying, you need to do nappy-free playtime. It's really great for their development and everything else. So I went home and I did some nappy-free playtime and went, oh, this is annoying. This is so such a mess, you know, accidents everywhere and and I had all sorts of little things set up to try and protect and, and you know, deal with the mess. Um, and it was back then that I thought, well, then surely there's a waterproof playmat out there. I'll see if I can get one. Uh, and nothing existed. So I just sort of kept looking around and still couldn't find it. So decided that I should create one myself. And um, so it all started way back then. And we launched two years ago after a good couple of years of development of getting the product right. Um and look, it's just been really exciting to see. I thought perhaps maybe I was the only one who thought a waterproof playmat might be useful, um, but it turns out that lots of other people do. So, oh yes, they do. A- they definitely <laughs> do. So, how did you arrive at the brand name? Ah, well, it all that all fell hand in hand, really, because I just had this idea of the waterproof playmat, and. I almost think I might have been sitting on the toilet at that time when I just thought, Rudy Nudy. That's the best. That is <laughs> the where the best moment. ideas happen. <laughs> and so I can't be clear exactly on that, but, <laughs> but it just seemed to make sense. And I, I remember telling my husband and just saying, what about, because I used to tell him all these different ideas that I had for businesses and he'd go, oh yeah, sure, Jackie, sure, sure. <laughs> and anyway, at this time I said, a Rudy Nudy playmat that's a waterproof playmat and for babies to have nappy free playtime so I sort of had the, the idea all came at once I think yeah and um and he said oh that's actually a really good idea so it was the first time he said that I, I love that <laughs> anything that yeah anything that um your husband goes actually yeah that might be okay that's a good indicator isn't yeah, yeah. it <laughs> it is <laughs> well, other than the sure Jackie sure. yeah exactly <laughs> So uh, speaking of your family, you have your husband, Steve, and your yep. children. Uh, 
Kayla and Ethan. Kayla so, and um, Ethan? Yep. Kayla's and seven and Ethan's five. Seven and five. Yeah. And you have yeah. a pet cavoodle, is that right? We do. Yeah, we have little Fred. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So what does um, family life look for you guys? What are you doing uh, in your spare time? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, right now it's um, a chaotic mess. Yes, oh my goodness. <laughs> With um, you know, lockdown in Melbourne, and we've yes. been three months in serious hard lockdown. So yeah. we're all, um, we're all. I don't know. It's funny because you'd think that we'd be escaping to the parks as much as we can, but we've almost all retreated in a little bit more than what we normally would. Yeah. Um, and I'm not really sure what the difference is between weekdays and weekends at the moment, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we do try to change it up and, um, you know, just try, we, we built a big cardboard caravan out of cardboard boxes the other day and that's sitting in our room <laughs> at the that. moment. Um, <laughs> that's so creative. And, uh, I don't know, we're just, just trying to come up with different ideas along the way to try and uh, keep excited and, um, stimulated. Gosh, you guys, you poor things. You're doing so well. We're thinking of everyone in Victoria. Queensland is just just such a far cry from what you guys are going through at the moment. So we are thinking yeah. of you very much. So, um, Thank so you. yeah, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, what did your family look like when you were growing up? Oh, good question. Well, <laughs> I have two older brothers who are five and seven years older than me. And so I was sort of like a child on my own in a way, because they were that much older and I would, you know, that would be doing different things. Yes. Um, but we, we grew up in Melbourne until I was 10 and then we moved to Bendigo because my mom and dad bought a motel and restaurant up there. Okay. And and they went from being teachers to jumping into a business. So that was a yes. really cool. And I do actually think it sort of gave me that belief that you can just sort of create a business if you choose to create a business. So that yes. was cool. So we, we had motels probably for four years in Bendigo. Um, we had one and then bought a bigger one. And then, um, yeah, otherwise I grew up in Bendigo until I was 18. And then moved to Melbourne to go to university and study sports science. Oh wow! Okay. Um, down here in Melbourne, yeah, great. <laughs> um, so with your um, with your studies, so how did, have you pursued that prior to Rudy Nudy? Um, no, not really. <laughs> I I used it, and then I became a pharmaceutical sales rep. So you okay. had to have some sort of science background. Gotcha. So I did. I put it to use in a very indirect way. Yes, and then. Um, yeah, so I guess in my pharmaceutical background was all about sort of sales and, and probably some marketing in there as well. And then I let, moved into event management. Oh, wow. Um, which, yeah, which I organised a big international cycling tour down here uh, for a couple of years. And that, that was an amazing experience as well. Um, and then I went travelling overseas for a couple of years. I went to South America for six months and Canada for about a year and then worked on that luxury motor yacht I was talking about. That, yeah, I was like, and that's then I, came back. I was going to get to that question. <laughs> yeah. Where did that all fit in? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so I had sort of like an early midlife crisis and just took off for a couple of years and, nice. and did all of those things that I wanted to do, like learn yes. Spanish and learn how to ski properly and all of those oh, wow. things. So, um, that was like late twenties. And mm-hmm. then, then I came back and I got a job in advertising um, at a great agency here. So that, that also helped sort of with my marketing yes. and sales area. Then, um, then recently I was working at the digital picnic as um, business development for them. So it was amazing. They are incredible at social media. If anyone is wanting to learn, they are just the best. I might have um, to so have, I went there to, Oh, sorry. I might have to have digital yeah. picnic on because I, my previous podcast guest 
was talking about digital picnic as well so they oh, are everywhere hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so I did some training with them and then ended up begging my way to get a job in there which was just amazing they're wow. just so incredible and yes. yeah so that was my last job before I stepped out into being um, 100% Rudy Nudy time wow wow that that's um you're a jack of all trades yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so many things. So talking about your family, is there any um, like adventures that you had together that really stick in your mind? Yes. <laughs> when I was in grade one, we, um, we took off on a big family holiday overseas. Mm-hmm. And so we went, I think it was about three and a half months. So we went to America and went to Disneyland. And then we went over to Europe and hired a motorhome and traveled through Europe, which wow. was amazing. Um, and it's funny because I wonder how much I remember or how much I draw from me- from memories of photos and things like that. But it's still that experience. And it made me always want to travel right from yes. that young, early age and hope yes. to sort of open up those travel doors. So that was incredible. Yes. What an experience. That is amazing to be able to do that with your family. Yeah, it was yes. yeah, so lucky. So in the, especially with the dreaded c word at the moment yes <laughs> with business are you able to find time to fill your own cup and pursue your own hobbies oh good question <laughs> not too much at the moment and no. well, actually I do have a little side hobby at the moment um we got a keyboard for the kids to learn piano okay and just tinker around at and um and so we got the piano but I've ended up just sort of jumping on and learning myself as well. And um, and that's been my super favourite little side hobby. I can just jump, having a chaotic day and I jump in and just do piano practice and it just calms my mind. And, um, and it's almost like a meditational type activity. So I really love that. I feel like that would make me a little bit stressed because it would sound so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that's such a um a beautiful skill to learn as well it's amazing about um with the business what changes have you had to make yeah look we've been really lucky with um I guess the whole COVID situation and business so um if anything it's been good for the for our business because people yeah. are doing more sensory play and indoor activities and needing yes. to find things to be entertaining themselves at home and and the play mats are perfect for that so yes. um yeah, so I, I feel like we've sort of been growing through all of this and just the word of mouth seems to be growing a lot as well, which we're incredibly grateful for, for all the mums who share it with their friends. Um, so, no, I, I think, you know, we've been very lucky to sort of weather the storm and, and continue yes. through. Yeah, in a way, I think a lot of businesses have pivoted in a way that they may not have during this COVID situation. So it is interesting to see how it how people come out of it uh, on the other end. So hopefully a lot are similar to you and are having a more successful time than what they may have thought. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tw- um, in 2018, uh, Rudy Nudy, you said, began. So that's not very long ago at all. Yeah. Um, can you remember the moment where you thought, this is it, like this is the real deal? <laughs> Oh, the real deal as in what things have taken off? Yeah, like this is going. I can, I can do this for a business now. Yeah, well, yeah, good question. I mean, I just remember that first night on um, when we launched the website. Yes. I was so nervous because yeah. there'd been so much sort of build up and everything else. And, and I was so grateful again. I had this sort of little online community who were all ready to post and share everything and kick yes. it off. Perfect. And, and so even on that night, there are a few sales and a few orders that came through on the first night, which obviously just makes it even more exciting. 
Um, so that was that was the initial relief. And then, oh, look, I wonder, I guess it was a year or so later that um, things had been ticking along well and we realised if I could spend more time in the business, then we could grow it. So it, would, it made sense to leave my part-time work and actually yes. work full-time in the business. Okay, um, so you were still and, doing And that was a relief. Part-time. I loved working at the Digital Picnic, but yes. gosh, it was just... Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, it was over uh, probably eighteen months of part time oh, wow. work. So, so anyway, it was it was such a relief um, to actually just work full time on the business because I had too many compartments open in oh, my head. Yes, and it was, and I realized once I could close down a big chunk of that I, and just sort of have one thing to focus on, it was just a, a big relief of being able to sort of cope with things. So, oh yeah, um, and then and then even. Um, you know, I felt like I was really finding my groove earlier in the year and then obviously COVID happened. So that, um, <laughs> so I just, I look, it's going to be two weeks until I have my three full days of working in it um, again. And I, I can't wait to be able to just sort of move, th- move things forward and really get my teeth stuck into it all again. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Gosh, you are a busy lady. <laughs> <laughs> But I think we all are. Yeah, we? well, everyone is busy in their own ways, definitely. Uh, can you, Jackie, tell me about the special yeah. moment after your meditation class? Because I find this really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't told too many people about this one, but um, it was back when it was around about the Rudy Nudy playmat idea when it all came to to thought um, on the toilet. And um, <laughs> And I went to a meditation class soon after that. Um, and I guess I had that idea in my head, but realistically, I was probably never going to do anything about it because like, you have an idea, but do you really do anything? Yes. And then I went to this meditation class and at the end of it, they said, um, oh, they gave me an angel card. Everyone got an angel card. And mine said, Archangel Uriel says, it's a brilliant idea. Move forth and the universe will support you. <laughs> and so it was something like that anyway. Yeah. And, uh, and I went, oh, damn I actually can't ignore that yes <laughs> I actually have to do something about it the planets are aligning <laughs> yeah so and, and I honestly do feel as crazy as it sounds I do feel as though it is a pretty simple straightforward ride you know that's that's in general that things sort of seem to have been working out and going the way and way better than I would have ever dreamt it would have been yeah. going yeah um so I don't know, like maybe there is Archangel Uriel looking over yes. me and <laughs> sort of cheering me on. Hey, um, have, but look, everyone believes in something. Hey, so if it makes, yeah. if it, you know, makes success or makes happiness, then yeah, definitely have that there. Absolutely. And look, I guess it just, it spurred me on to sort of think, okay, I'll look into it. I'll see yeah. what it would take to make them and just take those first initial steps. And those initial steps just kept leading on, leading on. And I got to a point not long after I went, I can't really turn back now because I'm, yes. I'm, it's all kind of happening and I can't yes. stop it now. Yeah. 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 That, and like, that's so pivotal. That's something that you just think, like you said, it sounds, you said it sounds crazy, but it's not crazy at all. Sometimes you need those moments <laughs> and that's where the biggest things come from. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I'm incredibly grateful for that angel card. I have it yeah. saved in my favorite still. Yeah, <laughs> I love sometimes that. I just sort of look back and go, Wow, I can't believe that. <laughs> so speaking of uh, big moments, would you do you have one that you would consider the biggest so far? 
Oh, in terms of in the, terms of your actual business, like a huge order or what was it? What's your biggest mm, one that you can say, oh, that was, that gave you, you know, your heart just burst. Gosh, I think, I mean, I think I'm pretty grateful because I have a lot of those along the way, but I don't That's know great. if there's been a big major one, but um, yes. I guess it's just, you know, just working with certain influencers and things like that where, or, or just when they just post actually, yes. when you're not even expecting it. Yeah. But just to sort of see the love and um, and people writing the reviews all the time and saying how much they love the playmats and and it's it sort of blows me away. I I think the playmats are great. I obviously believe in them. Yes. But when I just hear other mums just talking about how useful they are and how they're like they absolutely love them and they yes. just sort of sing from the rooftops about them and everything else, it it does blow my mind to kind yeah. of go that's actually really cool that they they love them so much and that they are really genuinely useful, which is what I always hoped they would be for mums. And just to make life a little bit easier in those early stage or toddler stages to um, just, you know, lighten the load. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like uh, my son is three and we're, well, we are using it for now for nighttime toilet training. Like it has so many uses. So that people keep thinking yeah. of ways to use them, not just for the intended purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I love seeing that as well. I love, you know, people will I get photos sent to me all the time, which I love. Yes. Um, and there's just so many different uses and purposes and everything else. Um, but, yeah, it's just awesome to see. So it's not so much a big moment. It's just all those little ones that are, are you know, turn into big ones. So that's that's yeah, I think so. And yeah, that's good. And it is also just the way it keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, yes. That, you know, I, I, we just had um, pre-orders recently for um, the re-release of the Pop Pit Pow Enlarge and our new Ola Mamacita design, the, oh, I love the beautiful that Mexican colourful one. Oh, yes. yes, so do I. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> um, so we just, we had the pre-orders for that and we had over a thousand people on the waiting list. So, yes. you know, I just sort of see certain things like that. And I kind of, it's, yeah, again, it blows me away just yeah. to see how much people are loving them. Yes, that I love that. So we've spoken a little bit about, um, you know, all the great stuff uh, that's happening within the business. Um, but sometimes small business can be a little bit tough. So do you have some disadvantages to flying solo and some advantages to flying solo? It's a good point. I think I I often don't feel like I fly too. Oh yeah, did it cut out? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. I often don't really feel like I'm flying too solo because yes, because of just the beautiful online network that we have amongst Instagram and and things like that. And obviously, it's the first time we've spoken face to face, but yes. we've just been chatting along for so long. Yes. Um. And I just you know you often you just regularly have these little chats along the way or share ideas and whether it's with our stockists or influencers or um, customers and other fellow business owners. So I feel like there's such a camaraderie amongst all the, the mum business owners. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been working with Tilda and Moo, the beautiful bibs brand. Yeah. Um, and Amelia from there is just gorgeous. So we like, I just love teaming up with people like that, that you can swap ideas. We're all doing the same thing. So even though we're working solo, you do feel like you're in a part of a team because you can just be collaborating, swapping ideas, teaming up, cheering each other on. And it just, it feels really collaborative rather than solo. Yes. 
Yes, I think that's so important because even like you say, you can sometimes feel like, oh, it'd be great to have a drink with a workmate or something like that. But to do these kind of things and just jump on and chat or a little, even a little Facebook message or something like that, um, it really does yeah. make you feel like you have a huge lot of work colleagues. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And look, and to be honest, even from the start, I was always looking for that business partner, just thinking, yeah. oh, who could I invite that would bring a skill set that I don't have and could yeah. really we could work together because I probably dreamt, I really do dream of having that business partner you can work with. Yes. But on the flip side, I've seen a lot of businesses that don't work with business yes, partners. And true. so I'm sort of, I'm really <laughs> grateful for that, that um, I can do it my own way. I can do it my own Jackie style, which is a bit ad hoc and has <laughs> it a lot of the time. <laughs> um, and I don't have to be too structured or answer to anyone. I can just get things done as I can. And and I guess it's as, like that's a really great thing about small business. I don't pretend I'm any big business. Yes. Um, the customers sort of see it as for what it is. And if I'm a bit slow in responding or a little bit, you know, disorganised or something like that, people just get it. They realise yes. that mums can only do so much. Yes. I'm doing the best I can. And I think yes. it's a pretty pretty sort of um, smooth operation. But, but you know, it it's not perfect and it's not polished and I think if I was answering to someone else that would change that yes and very true and it makes it so much more relatable as well people want to buy from people like themselves so um I I enjoy watching stories of you know people where their kids are coming in and they're trying to speak and that kind of thing it's so relatable and (laughs) it does um yeah it makes you want to buy from them so you can go in your own direction I guess when you're solo yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah, cool. Uh, so your designs of your playmats are just yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> that was when <laughs> when I first saw them, I was like, oh, my goodness, I need to have those in our shop. And I also need to have them on my wall. I need to have them. <laughs> they're just they're like pieces of art. Uh, where do you get the inspiration for the new designs um, and products? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think our, our products fit beautifully in your store as well, because your store is so bright and colourful yes. and amazing as well. So that's yeah, colourful match in heaven. <laughs> um, but I would say, I guess I've always had some pretty clear ideas of what I want and I'm not yes. the designer by any means, yes. but then I'll give a good brief to, um, to the designers and, and sort of do a mood board up and, and sort of say, this is the style I'm after. Here's some examples of what we've been thinking of. And then, and I've been really lucky that designers that I have worked with have just been incredible and, yes. and we'll just sort of jump onto the brief and really snap it along and yes. um, and turn up better than what I could have imagined. So that's the, the joy of working with awesome designers. Yes. And um, Steph Croft, Steph Croft is the um, a good friend of mine. She's the designer of the Happy Now and the Kiss Hug mm-hmm. and Heart Sings Wild Thing. Mm-hmm. And she's also created our new one that's coming out soon, which is um, Flamingo A Go Go. Oh my god! And I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we're actually launching that first up in our new jumbo size, so it's two meters by two meters. Oh and wow! It's going to be this big, beautiful outdoor picnic mat, play mat, but also great for sensory play still because it's waterproof and perfect for the beach as well. Um, so, and the beds and the toddler beds. And perfect. It, it might actually be even too big for the toddler bed because the tuck, large maybe size tuck is it in. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be really big. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm excited. I'm so excited yes. to see that. So Steph has been amazing. She did all of our branding as well and she's just so talented. So oh, she's beautiful. a dream to work with. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got Ashley Mary, the American artist. She did the Pop Pit Power. Yes. And um, and she's just so much fun. If you look at her website, it's so colourful and fun, yes. obviously, as well. Um, so, yeah, she's a dream to work with and mm-hmm. she's just been so sweet along the way. Um, and we obviously just launched the that design in bibs as well. Yeah, then- I saw that. We got a little bit of Tilda Ramu actually as well, so... Um, there you yeah, go. Yeah, we're super excited Amazing. about that from seeing them with you guys. So like you said, that's just how you build that thing and, you know, build that um, team with yeah, everybody. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. Yes. Um, yes. And then the Ola Mama Cedar is our most recent one. That's mm-hmm. that beautiful Mexican donkey design who we're about to name today. We had a naming competition. Oh, this yes. Week. That's and we've, right. had, we've had hundreds of entries. So I've got to, after this call, I have to go back and, um, sit through and wade through all the decisions. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye on I'm excited to see. Uh, So and Trish Burton who is another friend of mine um who is a Melbourne mum and incredible designer so she did that one and I'm just in love with it. Yes oh it's fabulous you have a um, pretty great group of friends I must say. (laughs) I do I'm so lucky (laughs) Trish this funny story with Trish is that we met sitting on the side of the pool while our kids were in swimming lessons a couple of years ago. Yeah. And we got talking and we just fell in love instantly and, and we've just been such good friends since. So, um, yeah, I'm so excited that we can finally work together. Yes, that that is that is fabulous. That's where all the good things happen when you're kind of just the kids yeah. doing something and you meet someone who you just click with. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and what about the names? Because all the names are so fabulous. Where does the inspiration come from, um, from those? Well... Good question. Another friend of mine, <laughs> um, Rachel from Say Hello Colour. She's a colour specialist mm-hmm. and um, and colour consultant for anyone who's doing up their homes. Yeah, nice. And when I actually was doing a little session with her and we were looking at the designs when they first were coming out, I was like, I need a name. And I, I sort of want something a little bit fun. And she suggested the Happy Now for the Happy Now. Yep. And, um, and then it, so that actually kicked it off because that was a little bit obscure and out of the box yes. for a design name and then it just sort of stemmed from them so um so the pop pit power I actually asked Ashley Mary and said do you want to come up with a fun name for it and she suggested that one yes the heart sings wild thing I just sort of asked people I said what would you like to call it um and asked asked everyone on social media yes. and it was actually my brother's friend who came up with that name <laughs> and um I need to um, be in your circles <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this all friendly collaboration. Yeah, I love um, it. And then Flamingo Gogo, I actually can claim that for myself. I did that one. Well done. <laughs> You've got a lot of inspiration around you, so. Yeah, oh, and Ola Mamacita, actually, I, I named that one too. Yeah, I like those. Yes, you definitely, the naming of them is maybe the funnest part of the release sometimes. It <laughs> it's so fun because <laughs> it's all thanks to Rachel, though, because I probably never would have set the bar that high for yes. just really fun names. And yeah. and she she did it. She kicked it yeah. off. So it's really cool. <laughs> well done, Rachel. So talking <laughs> yes. about the products, uh, we'll play a little game of fave, flop and flu. So which is your favourite? Which is there any? Probably not at the moment, but any that was kind of a flop and ones that flew. So maybe you could do designs, design-wise, I suppose. Okay, fave. Okay, fave. I'm going to say Ola Mamacita at yep. the moment. It's yes. um, I'm just in love with the colors and the design. Yes. No, I wouldn't say there is one. So um, 
so that's always good. I mean, there's been a few flops in the meantime of yes. not actually bringing none that have failed, but um, but in terms of the colours will come back and be completely wrong and you're like, that's not what I was picturing. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's been, you know, minor flops, but yes. they've all turned out well in the end. Yes. And then, and then flu, as in which one went really well? Yes. Yeah, the, the pop the pop pit pow um, definitely has been our number one seller. Um, yes. Yeah, and it's just, and the popularity of it, obviously there was a thousand people on that wait list just yes. for that design. So um, that's, yeah, that, that one's definitely flown. That, that's the flyer. <laughs> that's yeah. excellent. Speaking of um, your socials, uh, there's, you have about, what, 54 and a half thousand people following you, um, including no, me. No, no, I don't. Don't? I don't. What do I have no. here? How many do you have? <laughs> like 21,000. 21. That's 21, nearly 21,000 more than we do. So I think you're doing really well still. <laughs> But either I'll take way, the 54. I should have just claimed it. Yeah, no, go. It might be after this podcast. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, evidently, you have a great bunch of people who love to follow you. Um, and I notice on your socials, not only do you share color and squishy babies, but you also have a bit of mum advice. So, what uh, what do you think would be your best mum tip? that you could give to your followers? Oh, just be kind to yourself because mm-hmm. in those early days, and honestly, I almost well up just thinking of those early days. I just oh. think it's such a hard time for some mums and, yes. and me included. I just, um, I did not find that early baby day stage easy at all. And, um, and so when I see mums really struggling and going through it, I sort of go, do you know what? Let everything go let the housework go, let the pressure of friends go, let the pressure of appearing right, just let it go because you've just got to look after yourself and just survive in those early days. Yes, so, survive. yeah, I just think it's um, just be really gentle on yourself and understand it can be really hard. Oh, yes. I often get a bit of anxiety when I see newborns because I just think, oh, my goodness, like the the struggles that it is happening at your house at the moment is it's just yeah. a lot to, to deal with when you've been through it. You just, the empathy that you feel is obviously it's, a, you know, a beautiful time, but it can be very rough as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the biggest one. Yes. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, do you enjoy doing your socials? Um, I do. I do actually. And when I have more time to do socials, I enjoy it even more. It's, it's often, often I actually put the kids to bed, sit down and, um, and think, what am I going to post tonight? So it's a bit yes. fly by the seat of my pants. Yes. But I think as well, once I realised um, sort of getting into this space and the the newborn and the early stages, I realised that I could set up a bit of a supportive um, spot for mums. Yes. And I think it was almost a little bit healing for me just to sort of think, well, I found it so hard. So if I can come up with some suggestions or um, get tips from experts who can sort of help help mums as well. So that's what we've tried to do on our blog. And we've got some tips from a lactation consultant and a sleep consultant um, and pelvic floor specialist and, you know, a few different articles in there, which I just find creating that supportive information for mums. I really find quite soothing and satisfying and I really love doing that. Yes. Well, that Um, was actually, so yeah. So I think in general, I do. You're right. Yeah. In general, I do. I really enjoy um, the interaction with all the, 
the parents out there as well. Yes. And um, so I, yeah, I don't, I'm not planning to give it up anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really, I actually, that was um, part of what I was going to speak to you about was your blog. Um, and because I did read that you were saying that you did find those early days in parenthood difficult um, and I love how you said you've you've gotten these group of people and you want to help mums and put that on your blog like that is you know that's just that added bonus to your playmats it's not just a product but like you say you're building that that community and um, helping mums with all those different things I really I really like that about what you're doing do you have any um, uh, plans for your future blog um, like blog titles what, who's coming um, up yeah, so I um, we've got um, Sophie from Zazi Plays. We're going to get her to do some tips and tricks on um, on sort of developing speech. So she's a speech yes speech pathologist, I think she is. Yes. Um, and so just even um, even some tips on sign language for babies and sort of yes. saying more or hungry and things like that. The earlier you can get into that, obviously that just helps develop the speech and understanding and. Yes you know, and lessens the frustration in toddlers who aren't talking early enough. Yes. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to do one of those. And I then looking to do um, sort of with an exercise physiologist to some tips and tricks of just easing back into exercise. Obviously, yes. you know, there's there should be encouragement to exercise when you can, mm-hmm. but only when you're ready and only when yes. your body's ready because obviously you can just do so much more damage than um then what Mm -hmm. you know if if you go too early so there's some gentle tips on suggestions for early exercise lovely and for anyone who hasn't been on the blog um can you explain a little bit more about the ones that are currently on there you mentioned a few um but maybe a little bit more detail um yeah sure so susan shaw the lactation consultant she was actually my (laughs) knight in shining armor so um i had lots of feeding problems and she just sort of walked through the door one day she was a private lactation consultant who came to our house Mm -hmm. and um and she walked through the door and just you know she almost I think she actually did give me a hug (laughs) and it was just like you're going okay and you can do this um yeah, so it was just such a beautiful, she's such an amazing woman. And I honestly can say I would not have breastfed if it hadn't have been for her. Yes. Um, so so she just gives some really good tips and tricks or you just sort of an understanding of it all and what you can do to prepare before you're having a baby and what you should, you know, what there is to understand. Yeah, um, it's interesting. And then, the, and um, just, it's interesting that beforehand my sister in law is a lactation consultant and a midwife um and there's a lot of prep to do before actually that you I would never have thought of so that's really interesting no mm. and definitely not on our first there's so much to no. sort of take in anyway as a first so you don't yeah. want to overwhelm first time mums either yes um yes. but definitely on the second time around I did express before yes. um so I expressed colostrum in the lead up and had it in the freezer Yes. And um, and then sure enough, my son came out and just jumped straight on and started, yeah. and started feeding and I didn't <laughs> even need it. But it was yes. Like, but it was just that peace of mind and backup support knowing that there's more than just me if he yes. can't feed. Yeah, that's um, great. So I had yeah, um, so- with my second son, um, he was actually allergic to my breast milk. So I had all of this oh. beautiful breast milk pumped and I was so sad because, as oh. you know, it's liquid gold. <laughs> Yes. So my freezer was filled with it, but um, I was able to donate it. So that was good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah, it's interesting the things that uh, that you wouldn't expect to happen happen. <laughs> yeah. 
absolutely absolutely <laughs> um and then and then I guess the sleep specialist um yes. is Nicole from Tiny Sleepers in Bendigo um so Nicole just sort of wrote about some tips and I guess suggestions of trying to establish a, a rough loose routine earlier yes, yes. Mm-hmm. um it, you know just getting into it, the swing of things and and then also um reading sleep cues and you know yes. tired signs and everything else early yes. rather than getting an overtired and very upset baby oh um, yes so yeah so no I guess it's um hopefully there's a few tips and tricks yes. in there that that mums find useful yes I'll put a link um in the description to it because I think it's yeah. really fabulous what you've put together uh talking about uh our socials your kind heart created the Insta page Social for Goodness at the uh-huh. time of the bushfires. <laughs> so can you take us through the motivation for that and how that came about? Because it was a really beautiful thing to be a part of. Yeah, I guess we were down in Melbourne and uh, I, I don't really watch the news very much. So mm-hmm. I was sort of a little bit oblivious to it. And once I realised the enormity of it all um, yes. in Queensland and New South Wales, it just really struck home of, wow, what about the families there who were just like us and they've just lost yeah. their homes and they've lost everything. Yeah. So what can we be doing to help them? And, and I, I started just sort of exploring as to, well, you know, what, what could be done and looking at different charities to work out how we could get the money through to them. I didn't really want to go to a big international charity thinking it might just go to their global fund rather than specifically honed in. Yeah, that's right. So, um, and so I just sort of rallied the troops of the small businesses that I knew and then, um, and we just kept sharing it around and pushing it out. And we ended up with over 100 businesses that jumped on board. And we did the Instagram um, auction, which was on the Social for Goodness Instagram page that we created. And, um, and yeah, I was just, it was amazing. It was so exciting to see that every, all of these businesses came forward and donated a product or a voucher to their stores. Yes. And we ended up raising over $12,000 to donate, um, which was amazing. Yeah, it just, it just, it, yeah, it was, it blew up. It was so fantastic yeah. to be a part of. Like, can you explain the feeling, um, you know, that it gave to you about all all of the small business legends who jumped on board with you? Yeah, it, it really, like, it's just this, there was just not even any hesitation when we reached out to people. Well, yes. when I reached out to people to start with, and then, yes. then I would just sort of say, spread the word and everything else. And it just all kept coming in. And it was, it was so overwhelming. I think my husband was away for 10 days at that time for work. So I was home alone with the kids and uh-huh. trying to run a business, trying to work part-time, I think still. No, oh maybe my. I had just finished actually. Oh so I just finished that and I thought, oh, finally I've got time to work yeah. on the business, but I did the auction instead. And we had run out of stock at that stage. So I was a little bit lucky that Rudy Doody was quiet. So I just sort of jumped on, but it was it was so amazing. The the such a beautiful community of um, business owners, and yes. I will be generalist and say predominantly just mum business owners yes. who jump forward at any opportunity like that, and yep. and to have yeah just all of them sort of in, involved and and spreading it spreading the word everywhere they went as well. It was yes. amazing. It was it was yeah. it was fabulous. Uh, so social for goodness has actually gone on to raise funds and awareness for. Uh, other worthy causes as well. So can you take us through a few of those? Yeah, look, to be honest, I have um, Jessa from High Tees 
um, has has jumped on and, and carried that over for me because yes. I I did realize that I didn't have the capacity to do it. Yes. Um, but no, they've they've jumped on and um, and been amazing to raise awareness for Indigenous artists. Yes. Um, and and I love what they're doing. So I'm I'm just really happy that the page is just sort of being used for social for goodness yes. and, and for good causes. And, um, and you know, I'm, I'm just grateful that they're sort of still doing things with it so that I can um, step back but really yep. appreciative of it. Yeah, we'll keep uh, an eye out because they're going to continue with the initiative. Is that correct? Um, I believe so. Yes. <laughs> I, we'll keep an eye on it. what it is at the moment, I'll be honest. But yeah. yeah. Keep an eye out. Yeah. yeah no, look, there will be, there will always, I'm hoping that that page will just continue to be for relevant and worthy causes that pop yes. up at a time, yes. that that page is a really great um, platform to be able to reach out. And because we've got that little network, well, big network of all of those businesses connected yes. as well, um, if we need to sort of ramp, ramp it up as well for another yep. auction or whatever it is we can. So it's yeah. great. No, it's, a, it's really fantastic what you've created, especially running your own business. It just shows like what a beautiful soul you are. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> Speaking, we've spoken a bit about the blog and I was going to speak to you a little more about mum life and you said that it was very tricky for you in the early days. Um, can you yeah. take us through, even though it might be a bit tough, but can you take us through what it was that was that you found difficult and um, looking back? Yeah. Um, so I guess it was first, first it was um, a really long labour. And um, yep. and a, and quite a traumatic labour, which I think it was pretty much on twenty hours, and um, and was just touch and go as whether it was going to be an emergency Caesar or not. But they, you yes. know, my daughter came out safe and sound, which was great. Yes. Um, and then I guess it was moving into feeding issues and and really struggling to um, to get supply and and everything else, and it and. And, and latching on she couldn't yes. I had um flat nipples which I didn't even know I had um <laughs> and so she couldn't latch on and then and it took to seven weeks before I could actually exclusively feed um and and that was without a nipple shield and things like that so <laughs> it it was and I was expressing around the clock every three hours I was expressing yes. um for basically six weeks so I was just exhausted and exhaust. and then silent yeah and then silent reflux kicked in around about that time <sighs> as well so then we had a really uncomfortable screaming baby. She was, she'd be screaming from 7 p.m. till 1 in the morning and it was mm -hmm. just so hard. We would just uh, be, you know, we'd sort of take it in turns just to be able to sort of cope and there's nothing we could do to make her comfortable. But it was, so that was really, really tricky. And yes. look, we, she ended up um, having some food intolerances and things like that, but, you know, came, came through after a few months of, you know. Yes, um, I was going to a ask lot easier you about and a lot that. better. Yeah. So, um, yeah. did that assist? I have a lot of experience with food intolerances. Um, my son yeah. has a pretty complex, um, uh, issue <laughs> in relation to food. Um, so what did your daughter, what was your experience with that? Yeah. So she had, um, a dairy intolerance, yeah. um, which I cut out dairy and it was quite easy for me to do that. I, yes. I wasn't a big dairy consumer anyway. So, yeah. so once we sort of established that and then, and got the silent reflux under control with some medication. Yes. Um, yeah. We, we had a, a lot more comfortable baby, which was yeah, really nice. That's great. It's amazing what you think is the norm and then what you realize actually is the norm, isn't it? And you go, Oh my goodness, that really, Absolutely. <laughs> that was tough. <laughs> and, 
And I guess it's, I think the big point as well is it's all relative. So, you know, to me, that seemed really hard and and traumatic. You hear incredible stories where it's so, you know, life and death and really serious health conditions and everything else. So I'm so incredibly grateful to have had two healthy babies, but, but I think it's also really important for mums to, to acknowledge that whatever it is relative to them if it yes. if it's hard it's hard you it's don't have to hard. be comparing yourself to others and exactly. and sort of feeling like you, you're not coping very well it's just it is what it is yes yeah that's right and like you said right at the start like just be kind to yourself that's essentially um something that yeah it's very hard to tell yourself but if someone else tells you yeah <laughs> That's what has to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you've provided resources for mums. Do you feel like you had enough resources when that was happening for you? Oh, look, to be honest with my daughter, I wished that I could go and book myself in somewhere and just be able to go and stay somewhere where I had midwives or you yes. know, maternal health nurses around to be able to just guide you through that because it was just such a tough time. And there's so much to learn in those early new days. Oh, and yes. and if you haven't had much experience around babies or being close to them, then there's just so much you don't know. And I guess I just wished that I could have had someone to sort of guide me through a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, it is. A lot more. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> but now you might be able to be that person for somebody one day in your for your experiences. So I guess it, it works out in the end, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yes. yeah absolutely. <laughs> but you can't think that at the time. No. Oh no. No. And, and then anyone who tells you that, oh, it's okay. They'll grow out of it. And, um, oh. and think, think it's just a phase and they'll, you'll in a few months, it'll be fine. It's like, I want to punch you in the head because it's yeah. really hard. <laughs> so many times do I have my fist ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so where do you, oh, where do you see it? Um, Nudie Rudy going in the next few years because it's very early for you guys. So, what have you planned for the next couple of years? Look, I I can't, I don't really have any sort of crazy grand plans. We are trying to expand to get some distribution open to the United States and yeah. UK, yeah. Um, just to make it easier for people ordering from over there. Um, yes, but and otherwise, just sort of expanding the designs and there's a couple of small little product ideas that we're just sort of contemplating and um, looking into, but, um, but at the moment we just, I guess it's just continuing on the same path and, nice. and hopefully that they keep being appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have no doubts that will uh, be the case. So seeing you have created one of the greatest mum hack products, do you have any mum hacks that you can share with us? Oh, mum hacks. Well, Besides buying definitely in the early days. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, stock up your cupboards. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I would definitely say in the early days, um, rather than waiting till the end of the day to try and prepare dinner, try and do dinner as an early morning, like mid-morning kind of activity. Yeah. And especially if Bob's is going for a nap, get dinner done early because the pressure it takes off you at the end of the day to just think dinner is taken care of. I can, you know, Bob's can have a witching hour and everything can turn to shit. Oh, <laughs> yes, it language, does. But, um, and if it does, it's okay, dinner is prepared. Or just get takeaway. Yeah, <laughs> baked beans on toast it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. Everyone's very much into food prep. There's so much inspo around that at the moment. So there is a lot that we can 
yeah, look at to find uh, different little food prep ideas. So that definitely is a good one that I feel like I should follow a bit better. <laughs> and I'm sure there's plenty more. That That's the first one that comes to yeah, my mind. I yes. think food is, yeah. food is a big thing in my yeah. head of just trying to get that sorted. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that brings us to the end. But before we finish, um, I have something called the Kaleido Quickie. So what uh-huh. I would like you to do is choose a number between one and five and it coordinates with one of my games. Um, so I'll tell you what the game is and then we'll have a tiny little play. So one and five. Between one <laughs> sounds, and five. Like, sounds like fun. I'm going to say four. <laughs> four. All right. Let's have a look in my box. Okay. So number four is the first word that comes to your mind when I say my list of words. Okay. okay. It's going to be a quick one. Are you ready? Toilet paper. Bums. (laughs) Sneeze. Hachoo. Childbirth. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Terrible. I was going to say ouch. I was Traumatic. Say, ouch, but I don't want to say that because I don't want to scare off mums to be. And because even though it was crazy, I still coped with it fine. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So I don't want it to be too, too negative. So we need an add-on to that one. So traumatic but beautiful all in one. Exactly. <laughs> Bonfire. Marshmallows. Spots. Freckles. chocolate rocky road wine chardonnay frozen icy falls sunshine beach sleep i need some (laughs) (laughs) school can't wait till it's back. Laundry. I know it was only one word answers. Okay. <laughs> That's um, okay. Laundry hubby. He does it. <laughs> oh, nice. And the last one, Chris Hemsworth. Ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for that one. So thank you so much for joining us. It has been an absolute pleasure getting to know you more and being able to chat to yeah. you face to face instead of um, via Insta DMs and things like that. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me on. That was really ah, fun. I was yeah. a bit nervous about what, you know, what was coming, but you're actually a really great podcaster. Well, thank you. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully we can have some listeners. It would be really great. <laughs> I think yeah. um, everyone would really enjoy getting to know you. So thank you so much for your time, even though you've got lots of things going on at your home. Uh, my absolute pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> We're thinking of you all um, in Victoria. So.